But before that, I want to get practical stuff out of the way. Because if you're like, love it, love the vision, love the mission, I want to be on board, I want to, I want to do, not just sit on a chair, because the church grows when every part is doing its, its thing, right? So if you're like, yes, how do I do that? What happens? We focus on five things in this church because we're a small church and these are the things the Lord has told us to focus on. Because every, if everything's important, nothing is. Alright? So five things. The first thing is church groups. Do we have a slide? Boom. Yes. Yes. Church groups. Last week, we talked about Acts 2.42. They devoted themselves to the Apostles' Doctrine's fellowship to breaking of bread and prayers. Um, our church groups are for family and discipleship. That can't happen here. Alright? Yes, we see each other and we say, how are you? And it's, it can be quite shallow. Yes, we can go deep with one person, but we can't do that with a whole lot of people on a Sunday. Because this is for a different purpose. So church groups are for family and discipleship. And really, we've got to be a church that's about making disciples. We have to be. It's about the Great Commission. We like we can't just come here every Sunday and be fed, fed, fed and not be making disciples because we're not going to change the world unless we're making disciples. And that then that person goes and makes a disciple and then that person makes a disciple. Amen? Okay? So, there's three types of people in a church, really. Oh, I'll hold that. Put a pin in it. We'll come back. You know what? We see church groups all over the city. In Palmerston, further abroad. Like, I would love to have, you know, right now, we have a leaders group and we have two others. They're choppers. There'll be more opening up very soon. Right? But, you know, what about when we've got ten or a hundred, or a thousand groups all over Darwin, meeting around the fellowship, breaking bread, prayers, the Apostles' Doctrine. What's going to happen? What's going to happen to Darwin? It's going to be transformed. Alright? So, it's so important. That's where we do discipleship. The second important thing that we do is this space, the glory gathering. Why do we meet here? It's for unity. First and foremost, unity. If we have a hundred little groups off everywhere, it's important that we all get together and go in the same direction and keep being reminded about Jesus. Keep being connected to the head, right? Because we're a body and we're made up of living stones and it's important that we come together to worship Him in spirit and truth. Amen? And it, it prevents things from getting funky and weird, right? And also it's a place where the fivefold ministry, apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers and pastors can equip the saints for the work of ministry. Okay? It's very hard for any of those five giftings to have to go to all the little groups. You would wear that poor person out. If we can gather together and be like, boom, rah. It's good, right? It, it 
it edifies, it equips the saints, and it makes us more fruitful, right? That's why we do this space. Hallelujah. And when it, when the body is, is mature, Ephesians 4, it edifies itself in love. So the saints grow up, and then they start ministering to one another. Okay, the fivefold actually has a use-by date. I would love to see that. Let's be a church that sees that. Let's be a church where the Lord's like, you're done here, Naomi. The body's edifying itself in love. The body's mature. Ooh. That's exciting. One thing that we really want to prioritise this year, and we started it last year, was having our encounter Sundays. And we did it like once every six or seven weeks or so, but we want to try for monthly encounter Sundays because we we just want to, we want the Lord's presence. Sometimes we can do way too much talking and he can do so much more in someone's heart than just me like being up here jamming people with the truth, right? Yeah, it's just easier when he does it. So um, we're excited about that. The third thing that we focus on here in this church is our kids and youth. Because the next generation matters. And if you want to know what's on the Lord's heart, it's the next generation. Because the church dies if we don't teach the next generation. Right? It is so important. Here at Glory City Church, our vision is to raise a generation who know God and look like Jesus. That's that's what we're on about in our kids and youth. And if we want to disciple them, then the world will. The world already is. If we don't tell them the truth, the world will tell them what's truth. And sometimes we, man, sometimes we're like, well, I'm not called to that. I would like to challenge you. Too bad, so sad. It is on the Lord's heart. They are on the Lord's heart. I said that to the Lord back there when we first planted the church. And he's like, great, you're the kids' pastor. Serve my kids. Right? And do you know what? As I stepped into that, as I was obedient, as I laid my life down and served the kids and asked the Lord, how the heck do I teach the kids about Righteousness, or about their identity, or or to know you. He gave me, he showed me what to do. And do you know what? We saw kids on this very carpet encountering Jesus. Lives transformed. This one. He sits here today. How five years later, six years later, Nelly, from his first encounter with God. Right? It's kept him all through. He's about to turn 17. It's kept him because it wasn't just religion. He didn't just learn stories about Jesus. He met Jesus face to face. Jesus spoke to him and it changed his life. And then he gets pulled. He's He's not in a Christian school. He gets pulled. It's hard. But he's like, man... I I met the Lord and I'm not going there. Man, this next generation matters. It matters to the Lord's heart. And then we pulled the kids out last week to bless them, pray for them. 
Oh, presence of the Lord. You want the presence of the Lord? You start ministering to his kids. You start chasing the youth down. Um, this year we will be having a kids camp. We will be having a youth camp. Right? When we have those, it's all hands on deck. I will be there serving our youth. Right? That, that's your notice. <laughs> we're going on kids camp. We are going on youth camp. It's going to be amazing. And we're going we're gonna to see God do more than we can ask, think or imagine with those little lives. You just watch. You just watch what the Lord will do. Fourth thing that we focus on in this church, mission. God's heart is not only for the youth and the children, it's for the lost. And we can never, ever, ever forget that we were once darkness and now we're light in the Lord. And we need to be about saving the ones who are lost. Otherwise, we're just a happy, happy country club that loves each other really well. Right? We have to be about the lost. I have to keep reminding myself, the lost, Naomi, the lost. Are you praying for them? Like, what are you doing about the lost? I have to remind myself. Right? So do you. <sighs> There are some on-ramps for mission. On-ramps to get involved, right? One, starts with you. You reach your sphere of influence. Starts with you. Christ in who? You, the hope of glory, right? Get serious about your street, about your suburb, about your family and friends, about your workplace. About the people in your life that don't know God. You need to get serious about that and your heart needs to start breaking for them. Start there. Amen? I love Ben Fitzgerald. He's like, you know, he's evangelist. Like through and through. He wrote 10 names and he's like, I'm praying for these people every day. I'm praying, I'm praying. Every single name got saved. What if we did that? What if we got serious? Start with one. Pray, pray, pray. Right? Start on your knees. The second on-ramp for mission is to, again, you, get serious about discipleship. There are three types of people in the world. I'm taking that pin back now. There are three types of people in the world. You are either lost, you are either being discipled or you're making disciples. Got it? Have a think in your head. Which one am I right now? Am I lost? Am I making disciples? Am I being discipled? Or am I making disciples? If you've been a Christian for a while, you should be in the making disciples category. Amen? And if you're like, I don't know how to do that, Come and talk to me. I will teach you, right? We've got to get serious about it. <clears throat> We're having an internship this year because I'm serious about raising up leaders 
raising up people who know how to make disciples and also know how to minister to people, right? That's why we have an internship. I'm not talking much about that now. The third on-ramp for mission is the Meeting Place Church. Sarah mentioned it today. They meet in Palmerston every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Paula and Anthony Gates are the pastors there. They cook up a big feed. They serve it to the long grass people. They preach. They pray. They love on them. Right? It's a great place to go to serve the lost. Right? And a great place to go to practice praying for people, prophesying over people, practice words of knowledge, just practice, right? Practice those things. And, and a great place to love and serve another, another body, right? We just want to get under Paula and Anthony and what they're doing. We don't need to start another something. We just need to get along and serve them, be some wind underneath their wings, right? So once a month, we cook up the food, so they don't have to think about that once a month, first Sunday of every month. And then Sarah's out there worship leading sometimes and others go to, to pray conans out there nearly every week. Amazing. So that's another on-ramp for you. The fifth on-ramp for mission this year, um, we plan to take a mission trip to Brazil to minister with Randy Clark's team in October. So our interns will be going to Brazil. Um, and if that, if that, Tom's like, ooh, I'm listening. That is in October. So if you are keen, I would love nothing more than to take a team from here to Brazil to serve Randy Clark and to Cast out demons. Raise the dead. Come on. Alright, so five on ramps for mission. Exciting. Fifth thing that we focus on in this church is prayer. Prayer. None of this will happen if we are not on our knees praying. Right? When I first um, took over from Dave and Ruth, um, I felt the weight of the world on my shoulders. I was like, God, I don't even know where to start. This is so big. What, how, how do I do this? And he said, Naomi, build it on your knees. The most important thing you can do is pray. Um, and I think if you study the, the moves of God in history, they all started with prayer. All of them. Every single one. Right? So what does that look like for our church community? It looks like every one of us getting serious about prayer. Our own personal prayer. It it looks like us praying in our church groups for one another. And and for those that don't know Jesus. Uh, Every Tuesday fortnight, our leaders meet. And you guys are all invited to pray with us straight after that. So Tuesday fortnights. And it's been so great to just see pockets of prayer popping up everywhere. Keep an eye on the chat because almost every week someone's like, come pray and worship at my house, right? I'll see that more and more. Every time you gather, pray. It is the most effective thing you can do. 
Hallelujah. It's the engine room. All right, five things. 